Hi guys, welcome to another episode of the podcast. A little different this week. I was trying to figure out if I wanted to do just a normal podcast episode or if I wanted to do something a little bit different. And I had a couple different ideas kicking around. I was going to do a new segment on the podcast for strictly reviews of, say, movies or video games, shit like that. Um, but I've for totally spaced out a little bit. I still had it in the back of my head, but, you know, I had to get certain things to be brought to my attention again. The E3 was going on this week, so I was thinking, well, what the hell, I gotta watch that. That's gonna be my majority focus, you know. Oh my god, that was gross. <laughs> but no, it's like, how could I incorporate the E3 briefing into a podcast? So at first, I was going to not even do a podcast thing. I was going to do something else with E3. I was going to do a live stream of me reacting to certain conferences or briefings, whatever they call them. But yeah, I was going to do a reaction thing and just live stream it and then have people you know, tune into the chat and we can all you know conversate about it and whatnot. But I couldn't figure that quite out. So instead, I was thinking, well, I could just put that on the podcast and just do like an E3 2018 review. Rather than it being its own podcast episode, it's going to be only a yearly thing, right? Because that's what it really is. It's a yearly event. So that's how it's going to be. So a year from now, it's going to be E3 2019 and then my review. So you're going to keep doing this every single year until for some reason I don't want to do this anymore. But that's how I came to the conclusion. I just figured this out like last night too. But yeah, man, this is the best way that I think it would work is just do a review of each conference that I can watch and want to watch. Like there's a couple ones or a couple of them tomorrow, not a couple ones, what the fuck? <laughs> there's a couple of them tomorrow that I can't check out because I have to work throughout the day. And I'm not sure if I want to go back and watch them because I'm sure all the information is going to be shown to me at some point because I have to keep up to date with social media and whatnot. So I'm going to see a bunch of games that are going to be shown at different conferences that I can't watch. But the main ones that I can watch and I kind of care the most about are the Microsoft Showcase, which I'm going to be reviewing right now. This is what it is, but I'm just doing a beat description. I'm not trying to go on too much of a rant, but that's just how it's going to be at the beginning. And then number two, the Bethesda Showcase that they're going to be doing tonight at 6. That's going to be the part two review of something, you know. One of the conferences is going to be Bethesda as well. And then tomorrow, the most hyped one I'm ready for is Sony. Sony's been killing it the past two or three years with their E3s, and it's just, it's out of, I'd say an all-time high, for sure. Because, I mean, you got The Last of Us Part Two, which is a huge title for that console. Death Stranding's going to be getting shown off a little bit, so that's going to be huge. And a few other games, I don't want to keep getting into it because it's all about... This is all about Microsoft. So yeah, those are the three conferences that I'm going to be covering personally. I'm not going to have anybody else with me. You know, I mean, I just think it's better for me to just ramble and rant about it rather than having someone else's opinion. It kind of slows down the pace. So I just want to keep it flowing with all the things that I calculated and jotted down and whatnot. Because I I fucking made notes for every single thing that was shown at Microsoft today. So... I'm going to try to get through that, and let's see if we can do it within under an hour, which I think I could do, but we'll see. But, so yeah, hold on one second. Let me get to these notes. 
<laughs> I actually made notes, man. I did the entire conference. So yeah, we're going to start from beginning to end. I'm going to kind of say a little bit about each thing that I liked about the conference throughout the entire podcast. I'll be like, oh yeah, this is why I like stuff, you know, whatever. And then I'll give an overall review of how I felt after the conference was done, during the conference, and in the beginning of the conference. So in the beginning of the conference, Microsoft kicked it off with a new Halo game. Completely exclusive to the console, of course. I mean, if they ever had it on any other console, I'd be fucking shocked. I mean, it would never happen. But, yeah, so they kicked it off with a game called Halo Infinite. No other description besides that it's the best story that they've told and it's Master Chief saving uh, mankind. That's literally the only description we got from Phil Spencer, the head of Xbox. So, I mean, it looked cool in the beginning. I thought the trailer was playing quite well. I think it was going like in the wo- like a woodsy area and stuff. And then it was kind of going to different animals. I didn't understand what the game was. I didn't think it was Halo or anything. And then as it progressed, I was thinking, okay, this actually looks kind of cool. I'm liking what's going on here. And then it cuts to a shot of someone looking over an area, an open field. And then it's Master Chief. You see his helmet. And it's like, oh, it's a Halo game. And then that's when the credit... Not the credits, but I say the title popped up, Halo Infinite. So is that Halo 6? Most likely. I don't see why it wouldn't be. Um, but that's not 100% confirmed, but I would imagine that's the case. Or maybe some type of spinoff. I'm not sure. But I thought that looked cool. I mean, it didn't really hype me up because it didn't give a release date. I don't even think it said 2019, honestly. I'm not too sure. But yeah, my excitement level is not too high for that. I was never a big Halo fan, so... I mean, I wasn't too pumped watching that trailer, but... I thought it was definitely interesting, and maybe I'd go pick it up later down the road. I'm not too sure, but definitely once I see gameplay and see how this campaign's gonna be looking, then... Sure, we'll get some more information together, and I'll make a decision. But as of right now, my excitement level's not that high. So, to start the press conference, I thought, okay, you gotta have Halo in there somewhere, and just kick it off with that. I was like, oh, cool. So that's one of their biggest titles, if not the biggest title. So to start it off like that, this must be a great showcase. And they had a couple moments where it was great. But there was plenty of moments where I was bored. And we'll, <laughs> we'll get more into that. So um, let's go down this list. Uh, so the second one that we seen was Ori and the Will of the Wisp. So this is a complete indie game. Um, like I don't know if I can like arcadey maybe I don't know I'm not really good at describing those types of games but it's a side scrolling thing and stuff like that kind of like Cuphead if you ever played that but yeah I mean the game looks beautiful don't get me wrong it looks really good and I was interested and invested into it and there's no spoken words at all so it's just like just it's hitting you with these emotional cues from the music and stuff like that and the imagery so if you could just do it like that and don't have anybody talking it's very powerful so of course i was interested in it i was thinking damn this is pretty cool and i do have ori in the blind forest which is the first one so if anybody didn't know this is the second part to that game of course and i went through the first one a little bit never beat it um i put like an hour or two into it maybe but the game looked goddamn beautiful but it was a little difficult and i had some weird issue where if a game got difficult i'm just like i'll put it down and go back to it later and then me saying going back to it later meant never. So, yeah, and I went back to it. So, I mean, me never beating it, my excitement level isn't too high. But still, I'm I'm very interested in it. I can't wait to see more gameplay. And as we get closer to that release, man, maybe I'll beat the other game. And 
be ready to play that. Who knows? But only time will tell. But yeah, overall, that game looked pretty cool. Um, Let's go down to the next one. So this one's called, I believe, if I'm pronouncing it right, Skiro Shadows Die Twice. And some of these titles might be wrong. I was kind of just writing stuff down really quickly as I was watching it. But yeah, this one, Skiro, Skyro, whatever it is, Shadows Die Twice. It's like a samurai game. It kind of reminded me of some game called Neo that was a PlayStation exclusive. Looked pretty cool. Um, I thought, I don't know. It kind of like Ninja Gaiden a little bit, if I had to describe any other game that it looked like. Um, that game wasn't too great to me, I don't think. The graphics weren't really there. It didn't look that crisp at all. It looked like, um, like a remastered PS2 game, you know? It didn't look that amazing to me. And I just, I don't know, I wasn't too interested in what was going on there. I kind of like the aspect of Samurais and shit like that, because one of my favorite movies is Kill Bill, so... Not that they're samurais, but I don't know. It's badass using that katana, no doubt. In any game I see, I'm like, damn, that's kind of cool. So that's how I felt watching the trailer. I'm like, oh, this is kind of cool. I like that aspect. But yeah, I wasn't too invested into it. I didn't think it looked that great to me. And that wasn't something I'd go out of my way to go play it, you know? It didn't get me that excited and pumped, which kind of bummed me out. I mean, I thought it was, for for some reason, I thought it was Ninja Gaiden at first. But then I was thinking, nah, that's no way. And then it just kind of reminded me of Neo too much. That's kind of Xbox's answer to Neo. But from what I've seen and from what my notes that I jotted down, it's not in a console exclusive. So they were just premiering the first look of it at their conference, but it wasn't console exclusive. So I'm not too sure why they wanted to go out of the way to show that game. It felt really out of place now that I look back on it. But I mean, the point of showing these conferences is to show new things and show that you guys are taking this seriously that game that gamers want video games that are different and unique and yeah that game looks a little unique and stuff but i just wasn't too interested i wasn't blown away by it so i was thinking all right that's cool it didn't look horrible so that's a great thing too is i didn't have too many moments in the press conference so i keep saying press conference i'm just gonna say media briefing but I didn't have too many of those moments to where I was thinking, damn, this is terrible. What are they showing right now? I think I might have like one or two moments. But everything else wasn't that bad at all. But I digress. And then the next thing that was shown off was Fallout 76, surprisingly. I have no idea why Bethesda wanted to show the world premiere gameplay not gameplay but world premiere of the game and basically describe what the game's about at xbox's briefing only thing i could think of is xbox probably paid a lot of money (laughs) a lot of money to have it shown there which was smart they are very smart because even the guy todd howard came out and said oh yeah we're having available mods and stuff and i've heard the mods work the best for xbox so that and the fact that they're having fallout 4 on xbox games pass it made perfect sense but they just had a showcase or they're gonna have a showcase in a couple hours so i was thinking damn well maybe there was something else and that's when you got the oh xbox is having fallout 4 on games Pass, and it's getting updated and stuff like that so it all came together to me but yeah i'm going through that trailer i mean it looks pretty cool and then you got the information that it's taking place before all the other games so way back when the first war started, essentially, 
you know, whenever the nuclear fallout happened and shit. That's what I got from it. And then it's taking place in Virginia. The setting looked gorgeous, man. Not gonna lie. Like, the environment looked really good. I was surprised. Because usually, whenever you play those games, they're not known for their, you know, good looks. It's more of storytelling and content. They have a lot of content in that game. And you could play for hundreds of hours. But yeah, visually, they're not usually known for that. But this one I was actually impressed by. The environment looked really good. The character models, of course, didn't look that great. But I mean, as long as you have a nice story-driven game, man, I think people can look past the visual of it, you know. But you do need something of a visual aesthetic to make it appealing to people to keep playing it. And I felt that they succeeded with that for sure. And it was super interesting. I was thinking, damn, well... I wouldn't mind playing this game, man. And then it's, I believe it was coming out. Actually, didn't even say when it was coming out, I don't think. I could be wrong on that, but I, maybe it was 2019 that I seen. Or maybe that it was this year. Not too sure. But yeah, I mean, you basically just, you're going through this journey through Virginia. And apparently, oh, I f- totally forgot to bring that up too. Um, The guy, Todd Howard, the head of Bethesda, I believe it's the head of Bethesda. He said that this map is four times larger than Fallout 4. And that's a... It's a huge map, dude. Fallout 4 is huge. So you're telling me it's four times bigger than that? You're insane. That's what I appreciate about those games. I wasn't a huge fan of Fallout 4, but Fallout 3 was my shit, dude. And I put over 100 hours in that game. That game was a lot of fun. All the DLCs had me tune in. Fallout 4 just wasn't doing it for me. Maybe I just had to get my patient level... My patience level up a little bit higher and... Go back to it and try to finish it and really appreciate what all those people over at Bethesda have worked really hard on. I think it's really unfair for me to only put three, four hours into it and say, oh, this game sucks. <laughs> it, they, if the game takes a lot of time to go into, you know, and feel comfortable and you're, you know, it's rolling with the story, then so be it. But if the payoff is there, then I wouldn't mind doing it. But if it's just taking forever to get the story rolling, and then by the time it does roll, it's almost over, then what's the point? So, yeah, I might go back to Fallout 4. Who knows? But Fallout 76 looks good, man, and I have high hopes for it. I am I know for sure they're going to show a lot more at Bethesda's conference in an hour or two. So, I'm looking forward to that for sure. But yeah, I mean, my excitement level was pretty high for that one, man. I thought it was pretty good and well done. That It was actually shocking, too, because everybody expected all that to be shown at Bethesda. They didn't think fucking the guy from Bethesda would come out and be like, oh, yeah, we're going to be showing some world gameplay premiere or world trailer premiere, essentially. But yeah, it was pretty cool, man. I dug it a lot. Um, what's the next one we got right here? Oh, so this one looked really interesting. So this one's called Captain Spirit. I believe there was some other main title, and that's the subtitle, I believe. But I just wrote down Captain Spirit, and it takes place inside the Life is Strange universe. That's a game I highly recommend to people, man. It's a great story. Oh my god, I'm all gassed up. Shoot, but yeah, man. Um, it this one looked interesting. So if people aren't too familiar with the Life is Strange universe. It kind of just revolves around a girl, basically, in each game, and the events of what they have to deal with in this little town in Oregon and the events that can rearrange their future. It's exactly how it is. It's pretty crazy, man. I don't like to go too deep into it because I don't want to reveal anything, but 
I highly recommend it. The games are extremely cheap. I think they're only like 20 or 30 bucks each. Life is Strange, the first season might be even like 10 bucks or something. Not even a season, but the first game. But yeah, those games are really good. I highly recommend those games. I hope anybody will go out and just play it, man. Great story, and I think you'd leave satisfied with that game. But yeah, to get back on the Captain Spirit thing, so this takes place inside of that universe, which is interesting because it has to connect some way to Max Caulfield and, um, god damn it, what's your name? I just, not Rachel Amber, something else. I can't believe I just played that game. I forgot her name. Damn it. <laughs> but um, yeah, so it's going to be inside that universe someplace and it has to be connected somehow, but we don't know yet. But this game, Captain Spirit, takes place around some kid. And he, like, dresses up as a superhero, and he kind of makes up his own imagination. You play through that imagination. Like, it kind of, what is it? It plays the both sides of his imagination the real world and how he deals with stuff inside the real world. Only thing you got from it was his mom passed away. He's living with his dad, and this might be his escape. You know, he's... He's trying to figure out what he enjoys the most is what I got from it. And him dressing up as a superhero, that's what he enjoys. Is it that he enjoys it or that's his escape from pain? Which that could be it too. And I think Square Enix can play really well off of that and show both sides of that. The pain that he's suffering through and maybe the stuff he actually likes. Like a bunch of little kids have those imaginations, you know, trying to be superheroes and whatnot. And that seems super interesting. So I was kind of stoked for that. And it's saying that it's coming out soon. I'm not sure if it's a full game that's for free. But yeah, it said that as well. It's coming out in like a week or two. And then that it's free on Xbox. And if it's a whole season, I don't know. Is it just one semi-big game? Because I don't think they're going to give out a large free game, you know. So if anything, I think it's an episode one type deal. And then the following episodes will come later on. But yeah, man, I'm stoked for that, for sure. I can't wait to play it, and it's for free, too, so there's not really an excuse not to play it. But if I didn't have that previous knowledge of Life is Strange, then um, I probably wouldn't care that much. But having played those other games, I'm stoked for anything they put out having to do with Life is Strange, so I'm, I'm pretty amped for that. All right, and then the next thing that was shown off, oh my god, I'll get into this a little. I don't want to rant too long about it, because I feel like it's just going to take away from the flow of this but they showed off crackdown 3 again this is the third or fourth year straight that they've shown crackdown 3 and honestly i'm kind of getting sick of it one you keep showing this game and you're promoting it as the biggest exclusive for your console and it won't come out you keep putting release dates on it you keep saying it's coming around this time and it's not coming out and that's a huge issue and even today it's like, oh, it's coming out February of 2019. I was thinking, are you crazy? February 2019? You announced this game like four or five years ago. What is going on here? What's the like? What's the holdup? I don't know if something went wrong along the way and they wanted to add certain things or rearrange it. Or maybe they just remade the entire game. I'm not too sure. But it's, it's just frustrating to see, man, because they keep pumping it up every single year and it's not coming out. So I'm never going to believe that game actually is going to be released until it is in my hand. I don't even think that game exists. That's how I'm going to be. Like, I don't care if it's being made or whatever. 
I'm just going to say I don't think it's real until it's released. That's how I'm going to say that. It's not real until it's released. Because they keep saying it's coming out. I just don't believe them anymore, honestly. I don't know if it's ever going to come out or what the hell the holdup is. But I wish they would just say why it's taking so long. But yeah, they showed another gameplay trailer. They had Terry Crews' character. They showed what he looked. It looks just like Terry Crews. Which is kind of cool. That's the only reason why I'd really go out and play it, man. Because Terry Crews is pretty fucking awesome. But yeah, I never really played the other ones. So... I wasn't too pumped up about it because, like I just said, that knowledge of the other games aren't there. So, it's hard to just get in at the third one, you know? And should I go back and play the first two? Maybe. I mean, I never really heard amazing things about those games. So, yeah, I'm not sure if I'll even play Crackdown 3. But who knows, man? If it has a great story and it doesn't really need my knowledge of the first two, then maybe. Why not? I have an Xbox. I mean... Microsoft, it's their job to give me a reason to buy that game. So it's like, convince me. But you're not convincing me with these trailers and then release dates that are all over the place, man. It's it's not good to me. I don't like it at all. But it's all right, man. I mean, if you can actually get it out one day, more props to you. But right now, I'm not believing it until it actually happens. But let's move on to the next thing. So the next thing they showed was Near Automata Enhanced. So that game was out for the PS4, I believe. Or maybe it came out for Xbox as well. I think it was a PS4 timed exclusive type deal. But yeah, they had a big trailer for that today. And it's like the enhanced version for Xbox One X uh, with the visuals and stuff. Which I hate when I see that logo. Xbox One X enhanced. It's like, shut up. Stop it. I hate it. It's like right in front of the box too. It's just so annoying. But, I mean, if it's enhanced that well, why not? I, I, why not? But I haven't seen any game really that just convinced me that it's so it's so enhanced. But, yeah, they showed that, which I thought, okay, whatever. I guess people were asking for that on Xbox. I'm not too sure, but I never even played the PS4 version, so I didn't know what was going on. But I seen that I got pretty good reviews, so maybe I'll go into that one day. But, yeah, I mean... I'm glad for Xbox fans that they get to play that game now, for sure. And I guess it's a good opportunity if you never got to play and you really wanted to play it. Now you got the opportunity, man. It's right there. And I believe that was coming out in August, too. So not too far away. So that's cool for you guys. Um, that's awesome. The game looked cool. Um, I don't know. It didn't blow me away. But yeah, I don't know. I'm hoping people are excited to play it, for sure. Um... Yeah, what was the next one we got right here? So they showed Metro Exodus. This game looks pretty crazy. I was actually impressed by it. I was looking at the visuals and... um, Yeah, it looked really nice, man. Not gonna lie. They had some weird looking monsters and stuff like that. And I showed a little bit of um, some of the mechanics that they're rolling with the game. I don't know if there's anything... What do I even remember? Not too much about it, honestly. (laughs) It might have been that forgettable, but... I thought it looked kind of cool, but yeah, maybe overall I just wasn't that impressed, but there were some aspects of that trailer where I was like, oh, dude, that looks pretty damn cool. Like, I was impressed by certain things about it, like the crafting thing of a weapon I seen that was happening so quickly was super sick, and then the way you were getting parts like out of the backpack it showed, it didn't show you actually grabbing parts out of your backpack, but they had the backpack like pulled up in front of you, so you like unzipped it and shit and sort of adding things to your gun. That looked pretty nice. Um, 
But overall, with that game, it looked okay. I still haven't played the other two. There's, I believe there's two other ones. Yeah. I haven't played those, so I'm not too sure if I'm going to buy that. But that's another game that's coming out next year, which I'll get into it more towards the end of the podcast. But, yeah, man, I'll get into it later. But, yeah, that's another game that's coming out in 2019. And then the next thing that they showed off was Kingdom Hearts 3. And I believe they already announced this a while ago, but it is coming on Xbox. It has never been released on Xbox, the other Kingdom Hearts, because they've had, like, remasters and I don't know what the hell they were doing, like, remixes and stuff like that. seen that all over the place. But that was PlayStation exclusive. But I believe they announced, like, a year or two ago that, oh, yeah, it's coming out on Xbox as well and maybe PC. I could be wrong about that one, but... Yeah, so they made a big deal about that today, and yeah, they showed off a new trailer for that game, and then they were showing off like different Disney characters and whatnot. Like they had the Frozen characters, I've seen that. They had those characters in there, and um, they had a couple other that I thought were pretty dope. Forgot what they were though, but that game looks pretty crisp, dude. Like the graphics look pretty damn good. I'm not gonna lie, it looked interesting as hell to me. And I never even played the other two, so I don't know what I need to know before going into that game, but I would imagine I might need some knowledge of some stuff. But do I need to play through those games put a bunch of hours into them? I don't know. Maybe I just need to put some time into watching some YouTube recaps and stuff, and then maybe I'll be up to date. But yeah, I'm actually like looking forward to playing it for some reason. And when I was watching, I was like, wow, this looks really cool, man. They have a bunch of different Disney characters, and who doesn't like Disney, so... It looked awesome, and I'm more curious to play it than anything, really. It was different. Yeah, it's just the way it made me feel, I was thinking, wow, I don't know why I like this game so much right now. This looks pretty cool. I can't wait to play that. But yeah, they released that, um, or they showed off the release date yesterday. So it's coming out January 29th, and this was another game I thought was never going to come out, because they kept teasing it for about three years, I think. It was constantly being, like, pushed back, or... I don't even know if they ever pushed it back. They never even announced a release date for it, I don't think, or a little release window. But, yeah, it is confirmed. It's coming out January 29th. Will that release date stand? I hope so. I'm hoping, dude. Because don't... I don't know. I hate when they push back games. It irritates me. But, yeah, man. So, Kingdom Hearts 3, kind of got to look out for that one, man. I think that's going to be a big hit. I'm hoping so, man. Um, what else do we got next? So we have... Um, so this is an exclusive. Oh, yeah, Sea of Thieves. So there's some DLCs that are coming out for that game. Um, yeah, I don't really care <laughs> about Sea of Thieves, honestly. I don't think a lot of people do. From what I was seeing, there was such little content, and they were trying to charge $60 for it, and that really irritates me when games do that. It's just... You don't do that, man. You don't charge $60 for some shit like that. It's so crazy. But, um, yeah, they said there's going to be two different DLCs coming out. I think one was in September and the other one was, like, later. I don't know what it was. There was one, like, August and November, like, September and November. I don't know what it was. But, yeah, two DLCs coming out for that. So, I mean, if people are excited for that, you know, fucking more power to you, but... They didn't really do nothing for me. I wasn't too stoked. And then the next thing they showed off, we go to Battlefield Five. 
So that one was a weird one because I remember yesterday at EA's press conference, they were saying, oh yeah, more details about this game were going to be revealed during the Xbox media briefing. I was like, cool. They're probably going to show some gameplay, you know, something. Um, But today was, I think, the same trailer (laughs) as they showed yesterday. It was so weird. It was just another CGI trailer. Or not CGI, but in, what would they say, um, game engine footage. That's what they say because it's not actual gameplay. But, yeah, it was another one of those. And I was thinking, well, why would you say that you're going to show some more things here and then you just show the exact same thing? I think they might have showed an extended trailer, but, yeah, there wasn't anybody that came out or a group of people like, let's play multiplayer real quick or anything like that. So that kind of bummed me out. But, you know, maybe they'll show some more stuff soon. I don't know. Maybe at Sony's press conference they're going to show some more things. I'm not too sure, dude, but... I'm still stoked for that game. I think it's going to be pretty awesome. The graphics already look pretty damn amazing as usual. Battlefield never really disappoints with that. But yeah, man, it's always a game to keep on your radar. So I'm stoked to see what happens with that. Um, The next game they showed off, of course, no one was surprised. I was, and I even predicted it yesterday. I'd be shocked if they didn't show it. Um, A new Forza. So Forza Horizon 4. Xbox exclusive. Fucking Christ. My god, I'm getting sick of seeing these racing games every single year. What else can you possibly do with that game? I don't know what else you can do. I don't see the appeal of it. They keep saying each year too that, oh, you can play more with your friends now. And then this time it was even like, oh, everybody joins together in an open world and you can join any event that you want with your friends and all this stuff. I guess, cool, but racing games aren't that fun. Who plays racing games hours on end? I don't know anybody that does that. If you like doing that, that's cool, man. But they keep acting like everybody plays that game and plays it for hours on end and wants to just play multiplayer all day. If anybody does that, please let me know. I want to know who does that. I want to know the reason behind it. Not that I'm trying to talk shit about them or anything, but I just need to know an explanation behind it. Like, what's so appealing about that racing game? I get it. You might like the cars or whatever, but it's not. I don't know. I don't think there's longevity with that at all. It's just a game you pick up for a couple weeks and I could just see putting it back down and not going back to it for a long time. I guess just customizing cars is your thing, but why am I going to spend 60 bucks on something like that? Dude, that's crazy. So yeah, that whole showing that they had, they were like, oh, look at this car and look at this car. Look at the environments that change. It looks so pretty. It's like, yeah, I get it looks pretty, but how many times can you make a car look prettier than it did the year before? Not many times, buddy. God. <laughs> That just, ah, it just, it bugs me how much they focused on it, too. They showed a good portion of that conference was dedicated to that. Not like a good portion as in like, oh, 10% of it. It was at least 5 to 10 minutes long for that presentation and them explaining, like, this is what can happen. This is when it releases. This is what you can do with customization. And, oh, my God, this is so amazing. I, I just don't see why or how it's that popular with everybody, but... I don't play Xbox a lot, so maybe I'm just wrong. I don't know. But, I mean, a group of people like that. I'm, I'm hope, I hope you guys do, man. I hope there's people that like it. And me saying this doesn't mean I hate you for liking that game. It's more of just, it doesn't appeal to me. I don't get it. If people can explain it to me, I'd be more than willing to listen. But I don't understand. But, yeah, that was Forza Horizon 4. And I think at that point, that's when I was getting bored. Or maybe when was it? 
Yeah, I say about right there. That's when I was a little bored. I was thinking, damn, dude, they're just going to keep rehashing things. Because they showed that Sea of Thieves and then Battlefield Five wasn't really much. And then they showed that. And I was thinking, oh, my God, what's going on here? But then this in, this section right here was pretty interesting. So Phil Spencer came back out and said, oh, yeah, we're expanding and making new games. And we're going to have five new developers come on and join our team. And I was thinking, well, who are they going to have on there? I wonder. Are they going to steal anybody from Microsoft? Not Microsoft, but Sony? Shit. If they stole anybody, that'd be crazy. So they came out and they said Playground Studios. So that was one that I believe works on PUBG, right? Oh, no, 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 no. Um, so they worked on... The fucking Forza series, I believe it was that. And maybe it was PUBG as well, but I'm not too sure. I don't think it was, but I think it was more them talking about Forza with that one. Uh, there was another studio called The Initiative. Don't know what that was, and I forgot exactly any games that he even explained with that. I don't know if he, if he even did, but... Yeah, The Initiative, that was one. And then there's another one called Undead Labs. And they... What was it that they showed... Yeah, some of these I didn't care too much about, but I'm glad that they're getting new developers in there was my main point. Like, I'm, they need new developers in there and creating games exclusively for that console. They need those people in there. So, yeah, Undead Studio or Undead Labs was another one. And then the big one that I thought was fucking ridiculous and so sick was Ninja Theory. That's legit. That is legit. So Ninja Theory, well, they worked on one of my favorite games of last year was Senua's, uh, wasn't it Senua's Sacrifice, Hell, yeah, Hell, Hellblade, Senua's Sacrifice, my bad, I was like, what the fuck was that name? But yeah, it was Hellblade, Hellblade, Senua's Sacrifice, that game was fucking amazing. That was a sleeper hit of 2017, I believe. That was my sleeper hit. And if not, that was my, it might be my favorite game of the year, man. It was so well done and beautifully crafted. And that story of mental instability, you know, it was crazy. What she has to go through, like schizophrenia and shit and a bunch of weird things, man. And and this wasn't like modern day. This was set back like hundreds of years ago. So it's like, how does somebody back then deal with it? It was bonkers. It was crazy, man. And the game was only 30 bucks, and the game was at least like 8 to 10 hours long. So you can't even go wrong with that, man. I mean, the most bang for your buck with any game that I've ever seen was probably that game. One of them, at least, that I can remember. But the fact that Microsoft locked down that studio and it's going to help them, you know, give them the funding they need to make the games they want, I am stoked. So whenever they make their next game, I'm all over Xbox, bro. But... The thing is, is that even going to be out for this Xbox One, this console generation? Because, well, I'm not going to say it yet, but there was a tease at the end of the show. But, yeah, let me say this. I think they're going to save it for the next console is what my thing would be. I would tell them, hey, man, we need a launch exclusive for this new Xbox that we're creating. These are the studios that are going to be working on it. So it's like, couldn't they? I think they are. And I think that's why they brought in some new people. Because they need some heavy hitting fucking first party exclusives. My God. My God, they need it. They need Ninja Theory so bad. I think that's a fucking, that's their golden apple right there, dude. It's Ninja Theory. 
I think their next game they're going to pump out is going to be so crazy. And I think it's going to get people to buy the next box, honestly. Visually-wise, because you need something that's going to look good. And then story-wise, I think they're going to knock it out of the park. And I think that's going to be an exclusive for the next console. It might be teased next year with the game they're working on. But I wouldn't even tease it until like two years from now. But who knows, man? Who knows what they're doing with that studio and everybody else? But there was one more studio they announced. So there's another one called compulsion games and compulsion games is a new studio that's making a game called we happy few which a game i never really knew too much about but um it looked interesting and weird so i was thinking well it could be cool i mean it's purely based off creative minds they're getting they're giving or they're getting handed an opportunity to make a game they want to make it's nothing that they're getting limited to make or forced to make it's something that they want to make and microsoft supporting it and you can see it look trippy as hell it's basically like some town that's always happy even though bad shit's going on around them and then people are trying to unravel the mystery of why all this is happening and it looked pretty trippy so i'm pretty stoked for that and they got that studio locked down for them and i think we happy few would be a exclusive with them now or maybe after We Happy Few is going to be Xbox exclusive. Because I think PlayStation already had, what is it, pre-orders up for We Happy Few. So yeah, I would imagine after that game comes out, that's when they're going to have exclusivity. 100%. But that's awesome to them, dude. Can't wait to see that. And then they also, right after that, that's when they had We Happy Few, that trailer. And what I just explained what the game's about. And then the release date of August 10th. So just two months from now, man. Not too far. And that's awesome because they announced that game probably two years ago. If I had to remember correctly, I think it was E3 of like, yeah, like two years ago. Maybe even three. I'm not too sure. But games have been a long time coming and could it be good? I'm hoping it's good. Damn it. So (laughs) we'd have to see. But yeah, man, I'm stoked. That's going to be a cool game. So I enjoyed that for sure. I'm pretty excited to play that game. Should be interesting. And then the next one is another exclusive, of course, but it's PUBG. It's been out already, but they have some DLC coming out, and it's coming out winter of this year. Um, I believe there was a new mode, some war mode. I don't know if that's already on there or what, but um, yeah, they definitely teased something. It's coming out winter, so... That's up for people's interpretation. I'm not too familiar with PUBG, so I don't know too much about what's going on there or what they were talking about. But that's a game I need to get back into. And yeah, maybe I'll go back or not go back, but maybe I'll get into that game and you know start streaming it or something because I've heard nothing but great things about it. I've had a bunch of people tell me that it's really cool to play. And I have an Xbox too, so I mean, what's the excuse? I mean, who knows? I just need to get on there and play that thing. So eventually I might hop on that. Maybe the DLC might sound more appealing to me then. But right now I just wasn't too stoked because I never played it before. So that's just my reaction. But it's all good. And then next thing they showed was the game called Tales of Vesperia Definitive Edition. So that was already out on PlayStation, I believe. That was another one like Near Automata. Where I believe it's getting re-released for the Xbox. Or maybe an updated version for the Xbox One X. Something similar to that. So... Yeah, they showed that off, and that game looks pretty weird to me. I don't know. I wasn't too excited watching it. I thought it was super strange, but I've heard a like decent amount of people like that game, so people like it. That's cool, man. Just that one was another one that didn't really interest me too much. I thought it kind of was not needed to be shown at a Microsoft conference, but 
they decided that and they had to stick with that decision. And I mean, yeah, that's cool. I'm, I'm sure some people were stoked to see that, but not so much me. Um, what's the next thing we got? Oh God. <laughs> So this is another part where I was like, oh, fucking great. So they showed off a division, the Division 2 trailer. And then they showed the release date of March 15th, 2019. I believe it's March 15th. It's March 15th or March 14th. I was typing it so quickly. So yeah, March 15th of 2019. Typical. I mean, that's good to have a release window like that in March. They did well with that last time. I don't think it was anything else releasing around that time. So that's perfect. Um, and then right after that, they showed some gameplay, some awkward gameplay <laughs> with some, um, some people, not, they didn't show them, like, on stage or anything, but it was, like, pre-recorded, they were going through some section of the game that was set around, like, Washington, D.C. or something that was weird. I don't know, it was pretty strange. Um, but yeah, it's just the interaction that you get, you know, playing online with other friends and stuff like that. They try doing that, and it's just, it sounds so dorky and staged. I hate when they do that, dude. It sounds so unnatural. It's not even fun to watch. It's just so, it's cringy more than anything. I don't know how they don't feel like that when they're making that video. Like, oh, this sounds pretty weird. But no, they're just like, oh, this sounds perfect. This is going to be the best way to get people to buy this game if we have this cringy gameplay. <laughs> I'm sure they don't think of it like that, but they think it's actually legit. Like, they think it's really good, but I think it's more annoying than anything. I get you're trying to show off your game and stuff, but you don't have to show it in that way. I mean, if you're going to show anything, like, let actual people be themselves and not just try to script everything and make it sound way more, what, unrealistic than it really is. Like, that's how all people talk online. Like, nobody talks like that online. You know, you might be competitive and want to strategize a certain way, but you're not going to be that dead serious the entire time. Like, At least I haven't met anybody like that, but I don't know, man. It felt really weird. The gameplay didn't surprise me. It looked exactly the same as the first one. Um, Yeah, I wasn't too impressed with it. I am not buying that game 150,000%. There's no way that game will ever touch my hands or be inserted into my console. No way. You are crazy. They will not learn from the mistake of the first one. And the second one just confirmed that to me from what I was seeing. They just, they're doing the exact same thing, but just making it look prettier in a different setting. And that's not okay with me. And I will not be buying that. People like playing it. That's cool, man. But definitely not for me. I'm not doing it. All right. And then the next session was one of those things where they got to show off the different like new apps and stuff like that that they've already had and stuff that's been working really well so the only thing really i'm just trying to make a description of what they were trying to do but so they were talking a little about their game pass service so that's the service where you can get unlimited games for like 10 bucks a month or something kind of like netflix shit um but yeah they have that service game pass so they're like oh here's some new features and there's one that oh we're gonna get these games to start 50 percent. what is it double the speed as usual to have them uploaded faster so i'm like oh yeah that's pretty cool can you do that for the actual games that we insert in the consoles <laughs> it is still it still takes a while for them to load up and install it's insane i don't understand how they can't fucking do it like sony does it sony does it and the games load up super fast microsoft is extremely long process to download a game it's so ridiculous and then also on that point too, they announced some games that are going to the console or not the console, but the service like immediately. 
remember seeing some Elder Scroll, uh, Scrolls Online thing, um, Fallout 4, and The Division were all going to be released today. And then they had a couple other ones that are going to be released later this year. I believe Master Chief Collection was one. And then there was one other one that was going to release, like an actual release date they had for it. I forgot what it was. But, yeah, I thought that section was okay. I'm never really a big fan of, like, oh, yeah, look at this service and how well it's doing. We're adding new features to it. Because I don't really think people wanted to see that that much. I think the main focus is, like, where's the games? Give us games. But they did it, and, you know, I mean, it, it was cool, I guess. I mean, I'm glad they can get games downloading faster and stuff. That's cool. But it didn't feel necessary for the conference. It felt a little, like, out of place because it's happened randomly, and I, I didn't enjoy it too much. But next thing they showed was some Tomb Raider gameplay. And my excitement level for Tomb Raider has gone down significantly. Not that it doesn't look like a cool game to play, but the fact that it just looks so Uncharted-like, it's getting ridiculous. Like, number two really exposed what they were trying to do and just making it a female version of Uncharted, which is absolutely ridiculous. Even Uncharted The Lost Legacy, they couldn't even reach that note. Like, you can just tell that that developer, they're trying really hard to make it just like Uncharted, and you can just see it again. I'm just like, damn, dude. I'm not liking that too much at all. Um, but, I mean, it is what it is, and they showed the gameplay. The gameplay looks okay, and the graphics look better for sure. It looks pretty nice. It just didn't blow me away, man, and I wasn't too excited to play it anymore. But am I going to play it still? Most definitely. I'm going to play it, but I just wish I was more hyped going into it, you know. Maybe it still blows me away, though, man. What if I pick up that disc, you know, start playing it, and I'm like, damn, dude, this fucking really surprised me. That's where I'm going to be... Alright, I'm sorry about everything I said. I didn't mean it. I'm a fucking asshole. I meant it at the time, but I totally don't mean that now. But is that going to happen? There's a slight chance it happens. But, you know, it could just be not like that at all. And hopefully it's not. Hopefully it's a great game, man. I'm really hoping it is. But yeah, after seeing the gameplay, I wasn't too stoked. wasn't too stoked. But we'll see, man. Only time will tell if that game is going to be a success. Or if it's just going to be terrible and everybody just reams it for being bad. Hopefully that doesn't happen. I don't think it'll happen. It'll still be a success, but I don't know. I just hope it doesn't bum me out too much, honestly. That's all I want it to do is not bum me out and be a good game. So we'll see. Um, So the next game they showed off, this one kind of irritated me. <laughs> so, so the next trailer starts playing, right? It's world premiere gameplay trailer exclusive, right? Exclusive for Xbox. And it starts out with someone skateboarding. So my immediate thought was like, what? Skate 4? What the hell? Why wouldn't they show this at the EA press conference yesterday? What's going on? Oh, my God. Um, So I was getting hyped up. I'm like, damn, they really did that. Skate 4. That is awesome. I am so stoked. But then it started going on and on. And I was thinking, the graphics don't look that sick. EA would make it look pretty dope. You know, so I was thinking, okay, well, maybe, I don't know. I don't know what this is, but. I'm still thinking it's skate, right? Keeps going on, and then the title comes up. It says Session. I was like, oh, n- what? Why you don't, you fucking, you had the best opportunity to do Skate 4, and you say no, and you just make up a new skateboarding game called Session? That's the thing? Oh, man. It wasn't like, oh, fuck you, you guys suck. It was more like, I was just kind of bummed out. I was thinking, damn, dude, we almost got a Skate 4. <laughs> 
That's what I was hoping it was going to be. Skate 4. That's what you needed. This is a perfect time to make it. Why not? But yeah, man. They just they showed that. And I'm pretty sure people and some people were getting hyped up. I know I was. Because those games were pretty dope back in the day. I remember the first one playing all the way through my brother. And that shit was pretty dope. Not going to lie. The other two I didn't play so much of. I remember Skate 2, I believe, I played a lot of. But uh, Skate 3, not so much. But yeah, Skate 4, I thought it would be a good time to bring it back. And it'd be cool, but... Now they're going in a different direction. They're making some game called Session. So, hopefully it's good. It's too way too early to say if it's going to suck or not. But yeah, it was more of a bummer for the fact that I thought it was Skate 4. And now it's just another game called Session. Who knows what it's going to be. If it's going to be that great or if it's not going to be that great at all. Who knows? But, only time will tell. And then another exclusive showed up. I think this was an RPG. And this game was called Black Desert. Um, it was pretty damn quick, and it didn't, actually, no, it wasn't that quick. So this game, I was convinced, was going to be a new Fable game. The way it was designed, and the way some of the structures were made, and the people, you could see it, and I was like, oh, this is another Fable game, right? And then it keeps going on, some, it's overshadowed by some girl talking throughout the trailer. It sounded pretty cool, I was interested, and was thinking, oh, this, this might be kind of dope. It's another Fable game, who knows? At the end, it wasn't Fable, it was something called Black Desert. And I was like, oh, okay, that seemed like another missed opportunity. <laughs> Why not make another Fable game, man? It's been rumored all week, and I'm pretty sure people were looking forward to that. But totally didn't happen. It is what it is, you know. But, yeah, some game called Black Desert, and yeah, it looked okay. wasn't too stoked, but who knows, man. They might show some more stuff in the coming months, and it might be sick. Who knows? But then the next thing up they showed was a big one to most people, um wasn't that big to me because i haven't played this series that much so i wasn't too excited by it but devil may cry 5 was unveiled after this entire week of it being leaked or rumored and stuff like that it finally was shown off and it is a real thing (laughs) people wanted this for a long time and it's here i watched the gameplay trailer looked okay i wasn't too stoked i thought the main character looked like a little bit of a dork in the way he was talking just I don't know, it was so over the top of, I am a badass, and I'm cool at the same time, I'm like a hipster, yeah, and I'm badass, that's the vibe I got, and I, I wasn't vibing off of it, so, yeah, that one, nah, not so much, so, we'll see, um, it could be really awesome, but I don't think they have a release window, I think 2019 was the time they're gonna drop it, not too sure, though, um, so the next game they showed was Cuphead, I'm not sure if it's Cuphead 2, it, it was like Cuphead and a subtitle, so, if anything, I just take that as, oh, that's Cuphead 2. And then they showed a little bit of gameplay of it, I think. And introduced a new character, I believe. Um, but yeah, Cuphead's back. I never played the first one. I heard nothing but great things and things about how difficult it is. I was always curious about playing it. I contemplated buying it a couple times, but I never went through with it. Because it was, oh, it's too hard. I'm not playing that. That's what my mindset was. So I was like, nah, I'm not doing that. So yeah, Cuphead's coming back next year with something new. I think it might be a sequel, but who knows? I might be too dumb to realize what it is. Um, the next exclusive game they have was a game called Tunic. Game looked very strange. I think that was the one that had like a little fox running around and stuff like that and fighting things. It looked the animation and stuff on it looked very beautiful, but it was confusing to me and it didn't really get me hyped up, but you know, like I said before, only time will tell if it's gonna be great. Um, and the next one they showed was kind of cool. I was shocked by it. I was more confused at first. I was like, wait a minute, what is this? And then it kept going on. I was like, whoa, this is crazy. 
It's a game called Jump Force. So essentially like Marvel vs. Capcom, some crazy stuff like that. Because it's made by the same company, I believe. Was it Namco? Bandai? Capcom? I don't know if it was Capcom. No, I think it was Namco Bandai. So similar in the vein of like Capcom versus whatever the hell it is. Um, but it had like Naruto characters going up against like fucking Dragon Ball Z characters. But then they had at the end some other characters in it. So it seemed like just an anime mashup, which I thought was super interesting. Why not make that? Because you bring in a lot of new people coming into, say, just video games in general. But I'm sure if you're watching anime all the time, you're playing some goddamn video games. So don't you dare try to say you don't play video games in the first place. But yeah, man, I think to play or to have a game for anime lovers, that's fucking sick. And then you combine everybody into it. That's fucking cool. And it looked really nice. So even I got interested. I'm not a huge fan of those properties. But I was thinking, well, dude, I might want to play that. That looks kind of cool. So yeah, I was impressed by that. Jump Force, that's on my radar. I might pick that up one day. Who knows? Um, Let me see where we're at. Oh, man, I got eight minutes to wrap this up. Okay. Um, let me get back into this. My God. Oh, my God. It's coming up. So I got to wrap this up quickly. So I'm just kind of rant through the rest of it. So Dying Light 2. Just a quick fire response. Um, wasn't too impressed by it. They didn't really show off any zombies. It was more like, oh, here's a human reaction. If you make certain decisions, you're going to mess up your timeline and stuff like that. It's like, bitch, you're not Quantic Dream. Don't do that. Um, it could be cool, though, but I'm not sure. I didn't feel that vibe was necessary to be like, oh, your decisions matter the entire time. It felt very weird and off. I thought it was just like, dude, just kill zombies and do parkour. That's basically all we want. But they made it about something else, and it was confusing to me, but... So uh, we're going to keep rapid firing through this. Um, another exclusive was Battletoads. Never played any Battletoads before. I know it's an existing property. Never played it though. Um, so it didn't really do much for me. Um, next thing they showed after that. Just Cause 4. It's um, it's a waste to me at this point. I mean I remember playing the first one. I thought it was cool but they kept making them. And it's just the same shit over and over again. So it gets kind of boring. Um, so yeah they showed that off. And that was already leaked throughout the week. You know early in the week. So I'm fucking it sucks to see that for a developer to work that hard on a game and then keep it a secret for a little bit and then it just gets leaked somehow and it's like god damn it and that's another thing i didn't like about xbox too it's like well why would you show if it got leaked there you know that's kind of a little weird but who knows it could be great i don't know yet but i wasn't too pumped and then uh the next three are gears of war related so the first thing was a gears slash pop mashup mobile game it looked weird. It was just a quick, like, 30-second video. But, yeah, totally going to be a mobile game. And it's a collaboration with the Coalition, you know, who makes Gears of War and Epic Games, stuff like that. And it's a mashup with them and Pop Finals or Pop Funko figures, whatever you want to say. But it's a mashup mobile game like that, and that might be cool. Um, And then they have a Gears Tactics. Is this a game? And this was rumored before the show, too, for some reason. I feel like they already knew about it. But I was watching IGN and they were talking about, oh, there might be a real-time strategy Gears game. At first, it sounded so stupid. I didn't think they'd possibly do it. But then they announced that it's that. And I was like, oh, no. And then they showed gameplay of it, though. And I was thinking, what? That actually kind of works. That looks interesting to me. Even though I don't play real-time strategy games at all. I don't like, I don't even know that many of them. But I've seen them before. I know what they look like. And that looked pretty interesting. Maybe just because I'm a huge Gears of War fan that I might just be biased on it. But... I don't know, man. It looked pretty awesome to me, but 
who knows, man? It might be cool. And I think it was just PC only, though. I'm not too sure if it was for Xbox as well, but looked interesting. And then the next one was the big one. This is what really stole the show for me. Just because I'm a huge fan of it. But yeah, of course, it's Gears related. It's got to be Gears 5. They didn't say Gears of War, which was weird. All it said it was Gears 5. Wasn't a big fan of that. And I'm actually pretty irritated that they're just going to call it Gears 5. Gears of War is the name, assholes. Call it Gears of War. You don't just call it Gears 5. Gears 5. Why? I need an explanation on that, why they're just called Gears. But yeah, they didn't go out of the way to show the of war, so I'm pretty sure they're sticking to the fact that it's just going to be called Gears, which is very strange to me. I'm not a huge fan of that at all, but that's, it is what it is. And then you're playing as, um, I think it was Kate Diaz or something from the first game. And it's following her story and playing off the fact that at the end of number four, she's somewhat related to Locust in some way. Or she has some um, linkage, like, not linkage. <laughs> like, she, there's some link to them that she has throughout, or through her grandmother. So it was a nice way to end it. And now they're playing off of that in full effect. And it takes place around her and what she's going through in the events of Gears 5. So, super interesting. And it's coming out next year. And now it's another thing. It's another game coming out next year. It's like, how many games are going to be coming out this year that we need to be playing now? Like, hardly any. And then, since I only got like, fuck, I got three minutes to wrap this up. Damn it. Um, so, yeah, the last thing they showed off, which was a huge shock, because they were acting like the show was wrapped up at the Gears 5, and then some static started playing, and then it was like something hacked the screen. And then it was like, oh, world premiere gameplay of, not gameplay, but world premiere trailer for something. And then there's, it's like going in the subway, and then there's like people dressed up like punkers and shit like that, punk rockers and shit. And, um,. This guy's like, oh, uh, my life, or so- something along the lines of my life in 2077 wasn't always like that, or something like that. Um, and that's when everybody knew immediately that Cyberpunk 2077, the same people that made The Witcher 3, they've been teasing this game for years, and they've been working on it. And this is the first time we got to see exactly what the world looked like. I wish I could elaborate more on how sick it looked. It looked awesome. It was a shock to show at the end of the show. That really got me hyped up, because that's a big thing to have for your showcase, and ended on that. That was fucking awesome. So overall, Microsoft did okay. Um, it didn't blow me away. I don't think it was enough to really say like, oh yeah, we could still, you know, we could put something out there for people to stay with us. I think Sony's going to kill them tomorrow. Microsoft had their moments, but it wasn't enough to be like, yeah, we can still compete with people. It was more of like, yeah, we have some cool things coming out, but not quite yet. Like, stay tuned. That's all I got the vibe from. But overall, I was kind of disappointed. Um, it wasn't as terrible you know, as I was thinking it might be, so there was some cool moments, but overall, not great, wasn't too stoked about it, but yeah, I'm gonna have to wrap this up, because I'm cutting it close to an hour, but thank you guys for tuning in to this podcast, it's gonna be it for right now, I was gonna say this week, but then I was like, wait a minute, I'm doing something in a couple hours, um, but yeah, that's my summarization of the Microsoft press conference, or the media briefing, what the fuck you wanna chop it up to, um, but yeah, I'll be back on this podcast with another episode in just a few hours by 9 o'clock tonight. So stay tuned to that. I'll be covering what Bethesda's have up their sleeves because they probably have some cool games working up over there. And they'll be showing it off today. So looking forward to that. Thank you for tuning in once again. Follow me on Twitter to stay up to date with everything I'm doing with the stream, with this, anything else. Can't even fucking talk early. God damn it. But everything I'm doing, I'm trying to wrap this up so quickly. Oh, God, I got 20 seconds. Oh, my God. 
Oh, not 20 seconds. I got 40 seconds. See, I can't even fucking think correctly right now. God damn it. So, yeah, everything I'm doing, just follow me on Twitter. It's at Mr. Krolls, M-R underscore C-U-R-L-Z-Z to stay up to date with the podcast, streaming services, whatever the hell I'm doing, fitness-wise, anything. But, yeah, it's going to be it for this episode. Tune in for a few more hours. I'll be coming back at it with Bethesda Showcase Review, and I'll see you guys soon. Thank you. Bye.